Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Boy, it sure seems like we're losing a lot of celebrities or well-known people uh, this year because of either COVID or just normal old age that, that happens to people. And the baseball world recently lost someone called Henry Aaron. Most people know him as Hank Aaron, but uh, in learning about him, he didn't like to be called Hank. But Henry Aaron was a baseball player, a famous baseball player that hit a lot of home runs. And he's the one that broke Babe Ruth's record of 714 home runs, a big major record for in the sports world, and that was done in 1974. Henry Aaron was born in Alabama, oh, probably around the early 30s, I think 1934 it was. And he grew up and eventually started playing baseball. And he ended up with the Milwaukee Braves there and uh, did pretty well there. In 1959, he converted to Catholicism. In 1966, the Milwaukee uh, Braves decided to move to Atlanta, the heart of the South. And Henry Aaron was very nervous about going down there. I don't know if I really want to go to him. Obviously because of the racial tensions and all that happens. And Atlanta had its own particular problems in race relations. But a friend of his convinced him to do that because he thought he could do a lot of good there. And he went along with the Braves who became the Atlanta Braves. He got very close to a record of Babe Ruth of 714 home runs. Not everyone in the country was happy about that. Henry Aaron received a lot of death threats against him and against his family. As a black man uh, there, he uh, had uh, many, many stories throughout his career of how he had to deal with prejudice and racism as well. And yet as he gets close to that record in 1974, it's a home game in Atlanta. And he hits that home run to break the record at 715. And there's a powerful picture there of him running around the bases, around second going into third. And as Henry Aaron runs around the bases there, these two white young boys just come by and run next to him. I think a lot of people in the country were nervous because what's going to happen? What are these guys going to do to him? But all they did was simply pat him on the back. A great happy moment as well. And in fact, Vin Scully, one of the best baseball voices, says, it's unbelievable. Who would have thought in the state of Georgia that a people would be giving a black man a standing ovation? Henry Aaron did a lot for our country and for helping, believe it or not, with race relations. It gave the city of Atlanta and other people an opportunity to use sports to better themselves and to have the hope of a better relationship. But he met a lot of resistance, people that didn't want that. And in fact, they even threatened his family and his own particular life. I think those similarities come about when anyone tries to do good. And that's what happens in today's gospel. Mark begins with Jesus preaching in a place of a little synagogue called Capernaum there. And Jesus has power over the unclean spirits. Now, that's something that was very common at that time. So people understood about the, the unclean spirits, that they were more powerful than humans, but not more powerful than God. And so that their people would go around and expel such unclean spirits. What became an obstacle to some people was that Jesus didn't stay in his lane. 
He was a carpenter, or a tecton, as they would call that. Many of us are familiar with the word carpenter. But he used his hands. And in the ancient Mediterranean world in the Middle East at that time, People would stay in their area, and you wouldn't get out of that and venture into other areas. So the opposition is, Jesus, by what authority do you do these things? And so rather than knowing that God is with him and God has the power, and that he offers a message of liberation rather than legalism to people, that is what really makes people amazed and astonished. And yet they're against him because Jesus You don't know our customs. You stay where you belong. Think about Henry Aaron as a black man. You stay where you belong. How dare you take the record of a white man, Babe Ruth, whom we all love and revere. You stay in your lane. You don't have a right. And the same thing happens to Jesus. And the thing is, is that Jesus overcomes that by his authentic teaching and the people realizing that he offers them freedom from bondage and oppression. We sometimes are held uh, in oppressing other people by not allowing them to really be fully sons and daughters of God. We place limitations on them because our worldview is filled with blinders that we only see this kind of potential. This is the only thing that you can really do Sometimes that happens in families where there isn't enough trust or enough patience or understanding or working through difficult things when people want to do more than what, the, what people think they're capable of. Trying a new profession or be who they really are in life, to live in freedom and to pursue a vocation or profession that they love. And yet sometimes out of fear, we try to control people and say, you can't do that. We don't want you to fail. We're afraid for you. Even in church, we are so often oppressing so many people because the church isn't immune to worldly problems because we are human beings who also live in the world. And sometimes we forget that Jesus wants to transform us to a new way, a better kingdom. But yet, we as Christians sometimes have one foot in what we call reality, the real world, and this piety world of living religiously. And so sometimes we bring those Oppression, those ideas that belittle people, that don't allow them to be the fullness. Are women really respected in the church for who they are? Are they raised up? Are we always nervous about it and have to have debates whether they are allowed to be ordained or even minister in the church as well? Maybe people who are elderly or are in prison those who are gay and lesbian, maybe those who are of a different race or from a different country. Sometimes we just don't allow people to be who they fully are because we're afraid and we don't trust and we don't think that God would allow that. One of the best things about being church is that we are international. We are in every country in the world. And that means we as a Catholic church as people of Christians who follow Jesus and take his name there, can be so embracing of so many cultures, so many skin colors, so many languages, so many ways of life. And that's what the church is called to reflect in this kingdom of God. And that's what Mark reminds us about 
in Mark's gospel. First of all, he is the Son of God. That's what Mark wants you and I to look at and know that that's where his authority comes. He is the Son of God, and it requires us to trust in him. In a world that doesn't trust much anymore, we don't trust government, we don't trust church anymore, we don't trust institutions that have long been part of us, and boy, sometimes we give reasons not to trust, but we've got to recapture that and really understand that sometimes we have to take the risk in trusting and allowing people to grow. Think about how many times you and I have extinguished the spirits of people. I know I have, because maybe of my impatience or my judgment, my prejudgment, and say, oh, you'll never amount to anything, or, or I don't want you to fail, so don't go down that path, don't risk it. And sometimes you and I do that because we're afraid, or we discount people, or we say, it's not possible to do that, and yet the church is the one organization that can do it right if it chooses to be more like Christ. My goodness, I don't have to tell you, the church is not perfect. It's made up of many flaws and many people who don't do good things as well. And, you know, the reason why I remain Catholic is because I've seen enough people who do it well. I've seen enough people who live the kingdom of God. That's why I don't walk away from the church. My goodness, all the headlines I watch and all, all the personal brokenness that I've seen in the church, through people and through leadership... I wish I could walk away, but I can't because there are too many people who live the kingdom of God in a beautiful way, and some of them are even called Roman Catholic. That's why I stay. Rather than just choosing people and watching and following the example of people who are just hating, who just think nothing good can come from it, who trust nothing but themselves and live only for themselves, why would I ever follow them? That's doomed to fail. And anyone who lives that way will fail because they don't know that Jesus is the Son of God who confronts evil. And the evil sometimes is that we hold people down that we never let them reach their fullness potential of who they're called to be. At your baptism in mind, we were given the title Sons and Daughters of God. What a beautiful title. And that means you don't stay in your lane. You don't do what other people demand of you. But rather, you do what God wants you to do. Live for Him. Listen to Him. Live His teaching. Love one another. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 